0: I was put there right on the same level as a homeless vagrant <laughs> right at that point. I, I didn't even have, you know, I had no credit card to go and get accommodation on. Welcome to Think, Act, Get with James Schramko and Ezra Firestone. What you think determines how you act, which results in what you get. So join in now as we discuss how you can think differently, act faster and get high performance results in your business.
1: Hey there, listener! Welcome back to another episode of Think, Act, Get. Ezra Firestone here with my partner, as always, James Shramco. James, how you doing, man?
0: Doing well, thanks, Ezra, and thanks for always introducing the show. It's, it seems the right way to go. You know,
1: I'm uh, I'm enthusiastic. I'm charismatic.
0: You're a show. Bright-eyed
1: and bushy-tailed. I'm full of piss and vinegar, as they say.
0: But I bet you're not wearing socks.
1: I am not wearing socks, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I saw your pictures. You've been out and about speaking at conferences. I see that little top knot ponytail, the slick suit, and the no socks look with the the fancy shoes. You know, I'm, is that what you wear at home in uh, Uptown New York?
1: I am uh, I am definitely influenced by the culture and fashion of New York City. I wear scarves. It's a whole thing, man. It's a whole thing. I just I just do what Carrie tells me, basically. Although she tends to think that my clothes are a little too tight fitting, so. We've got a disagreement on some things. But uh, when I'm here right now, I am wearing a shirt that I had embroidered with uh, some cool patterns I think is pretty fancy, and uh, I've got no socks on, and I'm wearing some comfy sweats because I like to record my podcasts in sweats because that way I can move around.
0: Nice. So it's an active podcast. Uh, Yeah, man. What are we talking about today?
1: All right, today we're talking about intention, man. And so intention, think I get who is it? That's what we're talking about, or whatever the intro, however the intro goes. It's uh, oh intention. What is it? How are you using it? And how is it affecting your business, your life? That's what we're talking about. This other think I get the reason why I'm going through that fast is because man, you hear a lot of people talking about the power of intention these days and kind of in an esoteric like not really concrete way like oh the power of intention you set an intention and then magically things happen for you and it's like that's not how it works intention is incredibly important and it's the foundation for creation the intention is your mental blueprint for what you're trying to create and and the more specific you can be with it the better so you've got to know what you want and you got to know the details of what you want and what they look like and what they feel like so when you say your intention, in order for it to be effective, you've got to back it up with behavior. The setting is the easy part. Then you have to hold that intention. This isn't an easy-bake oven. You don't set it and forget it.
0: Yeah, so people sort of a little weak on it. I know I went on a sort of a mastermind thing. And before I went, the organizer sent out a communication and it said, be sure to set your intention for the mastermind. And I was thinking – who would go to something like this without something in mind? Like they've paid the money and it's, they've set aside the time. So that's one aspect. And then the other aspect is I think maybe sometimes in, intention, the way that, that uh, people refer to it these days, is a little bit like a New Year's resolution. It's kind of like something they say and they feel like when they've said it that it's almost like they've done the work. But it's right. one thing to say something. It's another thing to actually do it.
1: yes. That's exactly right, man, because the the intention you're setting is for yourself. You want to train your brain in the direction that you want to go. And I believe that true intention is demonstrated by attainment. So if you find yourself consistently thinking you're setting an intention and having things turn out another way, then maybe you want to take a closer look at your mental processes in that arena. Like figure out what's not lining up? Is there a fear that's blocking you from actually holding that intention true? Like if you, if you set an intention to change your diet and you consistently don't do that, Where's that breakdown happening? The more you see, the more effective you can be. So in looking for the breakdowns, it's not to find yourself a failure. It's so that you can see more clearly and set a clearer intention, which will be a stronger foundation for the actions that you want to take towards your goal. I'll give you an example. I was in Vegas, which, by the way, I really do not like Vegas, man.
0: (laughs) That seems like the – Last place on earth that you would thrive and survive from a health perspective, oh, my
1: God, it's so terrible. i I, I basically don't leave my room. I, I so what I do is when I get there, and this is my point of the story is I get there. I get off the airplane and go straight to Whole Foods. I fill up two shopping carts worth of of healthy food, of chicken, of of the stuff I like to eat. I call down to the room service desk. As soon as I get to my room, I order up three extra mini fridges and I stock my mini fridges with the food I got from Whole Foods, which means I don't have to leave my room and I'm going to eat healthy on the road because my goal is to eat healthy on the road. That's my intention. So then I back that intention up with action when I arrive in Vegas. And then I try not to.
0: That sounds kind of freaky, man. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm more the, uh, I mean, I travel a fair bit and I would say I'm, I'm more like the car from back to the future. I can kind of run on anything if I need to. I can't dude. I can't imagine having three fridges. Yeah. Three little mini fridges full of good stuff. for the room. They'll go, Oh, that crazy guy. (laughs) I know. But guess what? Howard Hughes, my friend. Wow.
1: I'm not going out to all the nasty restaurants and eating all the stuff I don't want to eat and and having to be out. I mean, I have a hard time in Vegas because of all the fluorescent light and the cigarette smoke and the madness. So, anyways. I
0: kind of went on a food adventure uh, on my last trip and just, I just tried things, you know, and I do find it harder to eat healthy when you're traveling, but there are options that you can take that at least
1: vegas is the only place i do this i'm not usually that neurotic but like
0: (laughs) that's kind of neurotic i just wanted to point that out
1: i'm really not i'm usually pretty laid back but vegas is just like so intense so you know another thing is that when people get into arguments they'll say hey It wasn't my intention to make you feel this way. And I'm like, well, that's bull. Your intention was on doing whatever the thing that you were doing was. It wasn't on the person. You didn't take them into account. It's not enough to not intend to hurt someone. You have to intend to have them feel good and your intention has to take them into account. So you have to intend to take them into account and do it. You know, they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And the reason that saying has caught on and feels so true is because without action, intention is pointless. If you're building a house and you have the foundation, which is your intention, but you don't have the framework, the windows, the walls, the insulation, you don't have a house. You're responsible for your situation. Intention is not something that you just send out into the universe and sit back and relax and wait for all the good stuff to pile up. You have to create momentum in the direction of your intention with actions. And you can see me like basically screaming into my microphone because –
0: Yeah, you're passionate about this topic.
1: I mean – well, the thing is, man, and I'm – you know me. I'm totally cool. I think everyone's good. I'm like – but I just run into all these sort of woo-woo people who are talking about just intending for stuff with no – action behind it. And it irritates me because it's like, that's not the way things work.
0: I wasn't sure where this would go when you said set the topic, because I was wondering if you would be the woo-woo today and I'd be the planner, because (laughs) I thought maybe, you know, put it out to the universe. And I'm surrounded by some of these people. And it's it's great that they live like that. But from my experience, they often seem to be extremely lacking in other areas. For all their... Love fests and woo-woo and soft cushion. these people from a business or life perspective has some serious gaps, like they're financially desperate or they are really struggling with some area because the universe didn't just hand it to them on a platter. Uh, So I would think of intention more or less as a plan. Yes. What about people who over-plan? This one's an interesting thing because when you say when you're about to give birth, when someone's about to give birth, you can have your plan. But Mother Nature can often throw that one out. The baby comes early. The baby comes late. The baby doesn't right. want to come out. Uh, it right. comes out, but it's all tangled up. All these You've got to be prepared to, to change. Mm. Uh, an example of this, when I was on my last trip overseas, I had an intention of um, having a nice – lunch then going for a surf and then driving down the coast to book into a new place and try all the different beach breaks down there what actually happened was while i was surfing someone stole all my shit like everything including my pants i might add wow and the only thing i was left (laughs) with it's like a hundred degrees i'm dehydrated i'm starving and i'm there with a one turkish towel my underpants and a t-shirt and my passport and flip-flops and uh, luckily i had a hoodie where i'd buried my passport and shoved it under under the seat so the intention was you know one thing the reality was well i need to change my plan and you know the first thing i asked for from the tow driver was a pen and paper and what i started doing was making decision trees It's just built into me. You know how I operate. I'm like, okay, if I can, uh, basically, if I can get a flight early, then I could use the business lounge to get food and drink, and maybe someone could get me some pants, and then I could, uh, you know, file a police report and then fly home. Uh, (laughs) If I can't get a flight, then I'll need to find some accommodation, some money, food, drink, and pants, you know, and I drew this thing, and then I started Listing a complete inventory of every item that had been stolen so that I could start shutting down, tracking it,
1: credit cards, and all that kind of thing. You you make a really good point that the intention is the plan. And I'm not anti woo woo ness. I'm not anti, you know, living up in the clouds and, 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 you know, going out and intending to have what you want and like doing all of that. But I also think. That, that that's cool and and that's fun to do and it's fun to spend time in the thought space of what you want to create and all that kind of thing. But then after you have the plan, you need to actually move towards it. Right? It's like if you plan, you need to action it. You got to do it. Right. And and that becomes hard. Holding the
0: intention is hard. Right. And you also have to be adaptable.
1: Let's say you you know you're intending not to eat sugar and then you go to you go to have your coffee and you stare a donut in the face in the in the cook in the uh, pastry cabinet. Well, that's the time when you have to hold that
0: intention to not eat the sugar, and that's when it's hard. So we're talking about a fine line between people who basically have no plan but pretend that they're going to put it out to the universe with their intention. Because they're just thinking about what'd be nice. What'd be nice, you know, f- fairy dust, rainbows, and unicorns, and pot of gold, and win the lottery, and all that. That's my intention is to be wealthy, and the universe is going to deliver. That's that's the soft fairy, no plan side. Then there's the over planning, too rigid, full of intention, executing but not flexible enough to adapt or change when things invariably do not go according to your plan. It's it's amazing how. The world or the universe or whatever fights your intention uh, with challenges. They keep throwing up. It's, it's like I was living in a hero's journey movie script. I even wrote down things as they happened. I could not have come any closer to a Hollywood story narration. Like Everything that could go wrong went wrong. And I think
1: that's when actual intention becomes
0: – that's like – that's when you're actually tested, right? That's it. I'm like, okay, I'm being tested here. So you shift you you shift the plan to the new plan and then you execute. And believe it or not, my number one focus, the thing that I was most interested in at that time was to get myself a pair of pants. That was my driving goal. My, Sometimes you need a pair of pants, man. You can't be walking around in wet, soggy shorts. Especially – in Los Angeles, you know the whole underpants dress thing. It's 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 not something I'm super comfortable <laughs> with, and it's amazing how comforting a pair of pants can be. When I finally pulled on a pair of pants, it felt good. Oh, I mean it uh, Yeah, I mean when you slip one leg in, you slip the other leg in, you get that comfortable button happening. <laughs> I needed clothing. I needed food. <laughs> I needed shelter. You know, and, and it was oh, it was like God. back to basics. But that my intention changed from you know. Amazing Surf Adventure to Survival, and I was able to adapt because of all the training and preparation that I'd had for moments like that. So there you go. But And I think that, that Willpower, you know, I just reread the book Willpower, such a fantastic book,
1: worth reading.
0: It is, and it, it, it especially highlights how your willpower is completely depleted when you have um, low energy, no food. You're tired, and or after you do any cycle, it doesn't matter what the cycle is, basically, unless you're. Eating. Well, you know what? I knew the t- I knew the timer was on because I'd I'd already surfed myself silly, so I was tired. I was hungry. I was thirsty. It was over a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. I've been waiting for an hour and a half in the in the sun for the, the truck. I knew that I was in a race against time and my body just shuts down from overload of too many you know I was going through the trauma and the shock of having everything taken from me then I was I was in a foreign country with nothing not even a dollar to my name I was basically <laughs> your wallet was stolen everything my wallet my watch my phone my laptop my iPad Jesus my you just pants, left it on the my, beach like no they they broke into the car while I was surfing ah anyway so I was basically put I was put there right on the same level as a homeless vagrant <laughs> right at that point i i didn't even have you know i had no credit card to go and get accommodation you hear about that guy um that italian guy who ran the new
1: york city marathon who got like estranged from his crew and then he knew he was flying home at a certain time so he showed up at the airport like a day later in his running gear because he couldn't find his hotel and they sent him home because he didn't speak english they just said get out of here they thought he was a homeless guy and so he just wandered the streets of new york for like a week (laughs) until
0: he was found it's it's pretty frightening to be thrust out there i challenge anyone you know to take off your watch phone ipad laptop your wallet and and your pants just put on a t-shirt and flip flops and undies And go out into the largest city you can find, even for the first half an hour, an hour, I think you'll find it pretty intimidating. I don't know if I challenge anyone to actually do that. Um, Because that's what the situation I was in. Yeah, I'm not recommending you do it. But but if you want to be humbled or you really want to find out about yourself, that's when you'll learn the most in that challenging situation. So, you know, life's pretty good for me normally, but it's the first time I've, I've pushed back to that sort of status since i was about 17 uh so uh, it's not something i wish to repeat but it it was you know it was very traumatic at the time it doesn't seem as bad now of course back you know got a computer and
1: it a... sounds sounds pretty horrifying man
0: i mean it was so uh, anyway uh far far cry from having three refrigerators with you know whole foods stuffed in it that's right
1: and two shopping
0: carts bag worth of whole foods but uh I want to point out one other point just from a business perspective when it comes down to intention. You know, a lot of the time my team are operating without my direct micromanagement and when I look at things that have happened, say I've go away and then I come back and I'm looking at something or reviewing something, I will take into account when they do something, if it's not correct in hindsight, I'll have a look at what their intention was when they did it and I really will allow for was was this done because they were intending to be lazy? Was it done because they were being malicious or fraudulent? Or were they doing this because they wanted to help serve a customer and it was the right thing for them to do according to all the information they had available and their experience level? And if their intent was good, if, they, if their plan was consistent with the right motive, then I will you know discuss what we might do next time but I'll be lenient about it because um they had a good intention absolutely so
1: essentially what we're saying here listener is that that intention is more than just thinking about what you want it's holding that you know that desire
0: through your actions it's more about purpose and attitude isn't it it's having a plan and then it, and so you, you you know you might document your intention and you know some companies do that with platitudes You know, like... We strive to, you know, we endeavor to serve customers with, uh, you know, good service. But we, well, I can tell you what, it's not Hertz at LAX, that's for sure. Secondly, <laughs> you might share your intention with people around you or, or whatever. You might might tell people what, what it is, you may or may not. But you most importantly, you want to demonstrate and actually action and do your intention. And show up every day with enthusiasm yeah. and a positive attitude. Validate the intention by acting upon right. it. So let's roll Carol for the weekly willpower
1: wager, which by the way, I didn't write one, so do you got one? Weekly willpower wager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I already covered that as yeah. sans uh, pants wallet. Phone. <laughs> there you go. I'm serious.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so we challenge you to to take off all your clothes. Uh, on a on a small note though, um just just try going without something for a couple of hours that you're used to, that you're so comfortable with, that if you don't have it, it forces you to learn something about yourself. It's maybe not tied in directly with intention, but I think it's um, it's something that happened to me, and it it definitely taught me something you know, my about myself. It, it made me face fears, yeah. and it made made me um, find my character instantly. You know, within within a few minutes, I knew that that this was a long haul game, and I was. I was gonna to have to pull myself out of it. There was no magical rescue, you know. It it was You did
1: make it home, which is nice. Up to me. Good
0: good for you. Made it back to Australia with no wallet. And also, a special shout out to Carol. Uh I think Carol is uh needing some support right now for something and i'll leave it at that but i just wanted to say we really think think a lot of you carol and thank you so much for all of your contributions to our website now our our the comments and the carol roll and we our special thoughts go to you yes absolutely current situation
1: absolutely so news and updates
0: yeah let's talk news
1: well um as you know i've been in vegas and on a speaking tour and uh uh, it's been good. It's been really, really good, and you know my team has stepped up, and our businesses are going really well. And the less I, the less I do in operations, the better things get. So,
0: well, I think your best place is on on those videos that you've been sending out. They're wonderful. You're doing such great documentary slash reporting videos that you must be getting a lot of traction and response from that. Thank you very much. Yeah, people like them. You know, and and luckily, it's great for the. For the event people too, whose event you go to, you're giving them a lot of kudos and making it worth their while having you at the event. So that's a great tip for someone looking to go to events. Yeah,
1: hopefully, hopefully they'll uh, bring you back. You know, it's part of the stick strategy.
0: Well, I'm hoping you'll do a documentary when you're at my event because uh, you know it'd be good. I will, and I I, I
1: travel with my video uh, uh, videographer, which is nice. Very good. She comes along with me. <laughs> Which is Carrie, by the way. It's not like I just hire a videographer for travel.
0: Mate, I don't think you pull this thing together no. by yourself. Uh, I know what's going on. And
1: also what we have coming up is a traffic boot camp. We've been doing these you know, boot camp intensives. And that we got one coming up in December. They've been really good. People are loving them. So we're doing our events. And we got super fast business March of 2016. I think you're getting close to, what, over 100 people now?
0: Oh, there's more like 160. uh, I think there'll be 200 people for the event. It's uh, looking good. The the speaker lineup's wonderful. Of course, you're there, Ezra. And based on some of the stats that that are happening in your business right now, I I think your presentation should be uh, extremely interesting.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, let's just come right out and say it. And I should do a new testimonial for Silver Circle. We're pushing over a million a month on one of our businesses right now. None of that is possible without you. Uh, James
0: and oh, I think probably, probably some of it is, but uh, you know, well, I, I don't think so,
1: honestly. I don't think the infrastructure a
0: million a month is not to be sneezed at, and
1: the infrastructure that we have now that is supporting this business would not have been would not have been there without your the training I got from you. So I'm just, you know, that's just a a, a description.
0: Well, you know, um, it, it, and, and it all hinges on something that's fundamental, and I and I've said this. Uh, a few times recently, this is what it all comes down to. This is what struck me the most when you and I were talking about your business yesterday. It comes down to having an offer that converts. That mm. is number one challenge online. If you can have an I offer wonder. that converts, then that opens up all sorts of other challenges for you. That, you know, that's where I can do the most help is when someone has an offer that converts and wants to scale. That's what you've figured that out very nicely, and you've got you know that lets you it basically unlocks you to all the new levels that most people never see, because yeah. until you get an offer that converts, you're stuck at ground one, right? No capital to reinvest, you don't have the the nice challenges you've got no customers to resell on other stuff yeah of of, you know customer service and software and traffic and funnels and uh stock and supply and all that all the good stuff that doesn't come until after you find something that converts so Congratulations to you. Well, I will be
1: sharing. Thank you, and I'll be sharing uh, all of the stuff we we are doing and have been doing to create this business, which is applicable to any business. It's traffic conversion, repeat business systems, processes. It's all that stuff, you know. So that'll be fun to talk about. Uh, we've got some comments. We've got Bernie, who left us a really long comment that I'm going to read. Thank you, Bernie, on listening. And what she said was, "My first sales job ever." I generated my own leads, I telemarketed my own leads, and I presented to my own leads. Having had a mix of experience of both telephone and in-person sales over the years, listening outside of what's being said, includes observation of a person's actions, ever so slight as taking a pen that you offer or physically looking or not looking at what you're bringing to their attention. Also, knowing this heightens your awareness of your own actions or reactions. Often, when negotiating bigger deals on the inside, you're saying, wow, to something that makes your heart beat, go off the Richter's scale, but on the outside, you got to be cool as a cucumber. Uh, Though I think the pick of this podcast and the interpretation of the speakers lends more towards intuition rather than reading, hence the eyes closed.
0: Wow. Well, we've got got some good feedback there. I agree. (laughs) That's basically (laughs) all I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, Let's go to Errol on Solitude. Thanks, guys. Great episode. After hearing James say he only goes on Facebook once a week. um, That's not exactly right. I spend about an hour a week. So I do pop on most days, but for about three minutes, I did a Facebook cleanup and unfollowed a whole lot of people and groups and now everything looks so clean. can't believe how much crap you follow. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I, You know, I saw this amazing article, Ezra, about a young model who has basically...
1: Ah, uh, the Instagram girl. I saw that.
0: Yes. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm out there saying I think social media is a massive problem that people are yet to come to terms with. And I, I encourage you, if you haven't listened to the Solitude episode, go back and listen to the Solitude episode. My life is significantly better for spending uh, a very few minutes a week on Facebook in particular. I just think that you want to be spending more time with yourself or creating and less time consuming. That's my point there. Because there's, a lot, there's a lot of junk. You know, even my kids are saying, Dad, you know, people have stopped creating stuff now. They're just recycling this, sharing stuff instead of even posting stuff. They're just like, I'm just seeing a feed of shares. Like it's gotten to that point. It's not enough for me to stimulate me anymore. I'll, Super yeah. interesting
1: that your kids are commenting on I'll be curious to see whether or not the social platforms of today can hold – the, the next generation you know or well,
0: you are you're in that sweet spot as like for you would have to be at just a super facebook advocate because of your generation and because of your business application like you use it for business you grew up with it and you it, it's you are the sweet spot, but my my kids grew up with it. I I am who Facebook was created
1: for, right? Zuckerberg created Facebook when I was in my you know senior year of. He
0: picked it up for his students to date. Yeah, it
1: was like I it is it is for my generation, and I, I'm super curious to see.
0: Yeah, the first one was Facemash, right? And it was just purely like you know, right, hook up app oh, or the, whatever, friends or You know, this was this was all about. It was about dating and stuff but it's great for oldies they can reconnect with people I like look it's the thing that rescued me was I was able to get onto Facebook from someone's iPad and find a friend of mine nearby and ask him to come and get me so he can go and buy some pants and uh, <laughs> and that you know that actually happens with Facebook so it's got lots of positives right don't get me wrong I'm not all against it I'm saying people are just a little bit too hooked up to it Well, you're saying don't get
1: hooked up in it, right? Like if you're sitting down in front of your computer, sit down to create, not to consume.
0: And I'm from the generation where we we rode our BMX bikes until the streetlights came on and and then came home without helmets, mind you. You are not for default consumption, right? Like
1: just by default, you end up consuming a bunch of crap instead of doing stuff.
0: But I remember what life was like before mobile phones.
1: Yeah, that's hard for me. Uh,
0: Before mobile phones, before apps and Devices.
1: I got my first mobile phone in like ninth grade, so I remember.
0: Right. So you know, I got my first mobile phone when I was like twenty or so, and it was like a big deal back then. But but the whole thing is, my kids who have grown up with all these apps and stuff like they're getting bored with it. So that's interesting to me. And it's It's fascinating. fascinating. You know, my kids are on one side. I'm on the other. You are smack bang in the middle. You you should be the sweet spot. You'd be the biggest advocate for. I am. I mean, it's just making me so much money. You know, it's like it's really. Yeah, but I use it. I use it for business. Right. Right. As well, but I. It's not somewhere I want to whittle away my life.
1: Hang out. I hear you, man. I hear you. So
0: let's talk quotes. So I gave you this quote.
1: That I don't actually think has anything to do with what we're talking about, really, but it was the only one I could
0: find. <laughs> well, let's have a look. I mean, it's by a pretty cool dude, by Seneca. Well, I mean, it's, it's fine, I guess. Um, a gift consists not in what is done or given, but in the intention of the giver or doer. Um, I, I think that's, that's, what you know, if, another way of saying it is like it's the thought that counts. Right, but it's not well, that's what you were saying before earlier, saying that you know that Let's... that the intention isn't enough, and this quote's saying that that the intention is the point. So, right. So then I disagree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, like there was a Wayne Dyer quote. No, there was a Wayne. Let me just find
0: it. Yeah, but it's like if I think if going back to my work example, if if I think about what the intention was behind something, that does give me some instruction as to whether it was a good or a bad thing to do.
1: I'm just hold on. I want to
0: find this Wayne
1: Dyer quote because I was like, yeah, I disagree with that. You know, here it is uh, by Wayne Dyer. What he said was, "Let me just find Dr. Wayne here. Uh, Wayne, here's what he says: Our our intention. Oh, actually, I do agree with that. Never mind. That is basically my quote. I take it back. So, well, I, I kind of agree with it, right? He says our intention creates our reality, and I think our intention, backed up by action, creates our reality. Like our
0: intention. And then actually, so quote, let me get to Mike. Well, I like your quote. Your quote sums it up. I think that is, that really sums up the whole podcast. My
1: quote, which is not the actual quote from Wayne Dyer, is a different quote. It's by a guy called Dr. Victor Bronco. It's true intention, true intention is demonstrated by attainment. So if you truly intend for something, that is demonstrated by your attainment of said thing. And I believe that.
0: And this this really applies to what what I say to people. Show me, don't tell me. Absolutely, it's like people, all these people they they're going to do this. They plan to. Or my my favorite word to dislike endeavor. I'm going to endeavor to do that. Well, don't don't endeavor. Well, it's the old yoda, right? right? I mean do or do not? Yeah, exactly. Do or do not. So if you really intend to do something, we'll know it because you'll actually get you'll do it that's right and that doesn't mean it's going to be easy you know it's like it takes and it's often it's not it's not going to be easy like
1: it takes eternal vigilance it takes showing up every day
0: i've often found when when things are particularly challenging that's always a sign that there's a good reward there that that you'll break through i've had students who get challenged with their journey and i i'm very clear with them it's not always going to be easy you're going to have so many challenges along the way but Let's do it together. If you still plan to do it, I'm there with you. We'll do it and you will get the result. And you know what's interesting? I, I want to point out something interesting here is that you can make
1: things easier. For example, you wouldn't say that it's particularly hard for you to go surfing every day. Why not? Because you love to surf, right? You love it. And so you don't find that difficult That getting out there on your board and exercising like a madman, and you know, all of the benefits that come from a workout like that every single day. Some people struggle so hard for to get those same results, but you're getting them because you're doing something you love and you can decide to love whatever you're doing. You can, you can change your mind and enjoy the process of eating healthy or whatever it happens to be the
0: way that you love surfing, James, and surfing is easy for you because you love it. Well, and and the other thing there is the range of intention. I had a long-range view of that. You know, when I I see through my binoculars, I see people going for their first lesson regularly, and I see them take off on their knees and then nosedive and get pitched, and everything's hard in the beginning. It's so difficult, and I, I empathize with them. But I also know if they wanna if they wanna be able to rip along a wave and you know start throwing buckets and shredding and getting barreled, they can, probably, if they're of reasonable fitness or whatever, as long as they commit to doing it every day for the next couple of years, then they're going to get there. So the intention has to be pretty strong and the plan has to be there. For me, the plan involved having uh, a few different boards so that I could do different conditions. It involved me going out when it's raining or sleeting and it's cold and it's gray and it's dark and it's windy. There was a lot of challenges along the way. However, I've attained a new baseline of performance that a lot of casual surfers will never reach. And that's something, that is the exact example of attainment and showing rather than telling absolutely think act get mindset behavior and results our focus is to improve your
1: life and your business and everything is directed at you our listener this has been our episode on intention what is it how are you using it and how is it affecting your business and your life that's what we're looking at or what we have been looking at in this episode of think Act get james thank you so much awesome episode listener thank you for listening thank you ezra it's always such a pleasure
0: This has been another episode of Think, Act, Get with James Schrenko and Ezra Firestone. For more tips and tutorials on how to grow your business faster, visit thinkactget.com and join the newsletter. It's free.